Let's talk about something that uh, we never get to talk about, and that is a possible pricing war when it comes to uh, telecom. And uh, just weeks after this merger of Shaw and Rogers, which, you know, took competition out of the market, we get uh, a headline that kind of looks like competition. So Rogers announcing it's going to cut prices of most of its fastest cell phone plans. And they did this on Thursday. So they're going to offer up new deals for bundling of wireless and home Internet in, um, I guess, anticipation of competition. And part of the Rogers-Shaw deal required that Shaw's wireless division called Freedom Mobile, they had to sell that off to Quebecor. And at that time, Carl Palladeau, who uh, owns Quebecor, promised, quote, surprises. And he has always wanted to be a bigger player outside of Quebec. And maybe he does become a player that is uh, going to force the big telecoms like Roger and Bell to lower their prices. So there are deals to be made, and I think probably, I'm hoping this is just the start of it. David Soberman, Professor of Marketing and the Canadian National Chair of Strategic Marketing with the Rotman School of Management, joining us now. Good to have you, Dave. Good morning. I think for uh, for a lot of, of us, most of us, I mean, we don't ever hear about uh, deals uh, when it comes to telecom prices. And so, um, you know, when you remove a player from the market, I think most of us thought that that the competition's gone. How do you see this playing out? Well, I think, first of all, it's not clear that there was a competitor removed from the market because, in fact, what's happened is Videotron has become bigger by virtue of their acquisition of Freedom Mobile. So they've become a more legitimate competitor. And while Shaw was a competitor in Western Canada, what it means is that Rogers is a more complete competitor when you go west of Ontario, because now they have wireless, but they also now have cable services, which was the main strength of Shaw. So in a sense, it's it's not necessarily the interpretation, I think, that um, concentration has increased. It's just that it didn't get any better. And I think that was a lot of the concern that people had about the merger in the first place. Yeah. And uh, Carl Pelladeau is an interesting guy. You know, he's a very, very big, you know, one of the billionaires in this country, big in uh, in Quebec, certainly. But uh, he has, you know, he owns the Toronto Sun of the Sun Chain. So, so he does have a presence outside of Quebec, but he has always wanted to be a bigger player. And so it'll be interesting to see how he can jockey all of this to kind of force the uh, bigger players, because he, he would like to, I think, be one of those. Absolutely. And I think when you have a smaller competitor, they are looking up yeah. at the big three and trying to figure out ways that they can carve off a little piece of the business for themselves. And as we know, the pricing in the Canadian telecommunications market is a little bit too cozy. So you can actually offer attractive prices, pick up market share, and in a sense, still be very profitable. The reason being that the price level already is at a very high place. Yeah, and so um, I'm sure Bell will probably now seeing Rogers get all this, uh, you know, attention. They'll be rolling something out. When is the best time to take advantage of these things? Because I, I've been locked into a plan with Rogers that I got about 15 years ago, and, and, I, and I always say, "Don't touch my plan," because it was such a. Every time I talk about my plan, they'll go, "Wow, that's a really." When did this plan get done? And I'm like, "I don't touch my plan," because it's one of these things that was such a good plan, they'll never offer it again, probably. But when do uh, when when is the most opportune time to to get in for these because Bell's going to come out with one. Uh, we don't know what Videotron will come up with or, uh, sorry, Freedom or Pelotos company, but wh when do you have the most power as a, as a consumer? Well, the first thing is it's when your contract's coming to an end. If you're on a contract where you're having to pay each month to pay off your phone, as well as you're locked into a certain number of months, trying to break the con 
contract early usually costs you money. So it's when your contract, basically the term ends and you may keep paying at the same rate, but at least then you can switch. The second thing is with an announcement like this, I think one of the things that we probably want to do is wait exactly as you said to see what the response is. Because while this deal might look good, it could be that Bell or TELUS or even Videotron offers a better deal. So usually when there's a start of something like this, we want to wait until the smoke clears to see what the best deal is. And the final thing is as well, while it looks like this is an overall price decrease, it's very targeted. There are specific yeah. ways that you can actually uh, get uh, better pricing. And that is why it probably pays to wait. I mean, one of the most important things about the deal between Rogers and Shaw was that it allowed Rogers to become a more complete competitor west of Ontario. And that actually mm. makes their bundling a more effective way of competing. Why? Because now they can actually offer a, a greater array of services in Western Canada. And probably what they want to do is make sure that they're competitive in that domain in Western Canada, because right now, the strong competitors out there in terms of being able to offer bundles are Bell and TELUS. So as I said before, yeah. a lot depends on the type of competitor or the type of customer you are. Yeah. And, and the other part of it, I mean, the real cost, I think, is, is the subsidization of a phone because they always rope you get a phone and then you're paying that off. That wasn't always the case. Once upon a time, they'd say, here, you get a free phone if you buy this package. We don't get those kinds of deals anymore, but uh, that is a big cost. Absolutely. And I think one of the other things, too, is that over time, people get more and more clever. They realize that, you know, maybe I don't need the latest generation of iPhone or maybe mm. I can actually make do with an Android, or maybe I can buy a phone when I'm uh, traveling in another country where some of these things are cheaper. So people are not necessarily looking for that deal where they get a phone thrown in, because typically the phone isn't thrown in, you pay it off. And typically when you pay it off, you don't pay it off at an attractive price, you're paying full price for it. So there's yeah. all sorts of uh, variations on a theme. And I think that that's why each individual consumer needs to look at their own situation. Do they have a phone that they'd like to keep using? And if they do, they're in a very different situation than if they're looking for a new phone. And that might make one company which is more attractive in one case, and then the other case, another company might be more attractive. Yeah. Well, nonetheless, um, and, and sorry, what are, I don't know, um, just because uh, I didn't read all the fine print of this deal, uh, Pelado, I mean, he, essentially, he can open up all his uh, his his business now across across the country. He just takes well, the, as the I Shaw said, frame and uh, bricks and mortar, no? As I said, so as I said before, the main thing that Videotron did is primarily a Quebec yeah. player. They've acquired yeah. Freedom Mobile, which is primarily strong in Ontario, but also has some business in Western yeah. Canada. So Videotron uh, has not yet become a full national competitor in the way that TELUS, Bell, and Rogers are, but it's certainly a lot more important. I mean, when you think about Canada and when you can yeah. basically fully serve Quebec and Ontario, you've pretty much got, I don't know, probably close to two thirds of the country. So that makes mm -hmm. you a pretty major player, even if you're not coast to coast yet, which is probably where he wants to go eventually. Yeah, and there's also a market for the small markets that have terrible cell service. I mean, Appella Doe is the kind of guy, um, uh, you know, I used to work for, for one of his companies. I mean, he he could come in and we had all these complaints about people saying, we need internet, we don't have it. He could serve those markets and say, here, get it with us.
Absolutely. I mean, I think the yeah. whole issue is that when you're a smaller competitor, it typically yeah. means that you're somewhat more nimble, nimble, yeah. and somewhat more adaptable. So some of the strategies that might be un unattractive to the larger competitors might actually be attractive to a smaller competitor that doesn't yet have a vested interest in that particular market or that particular region. Competition's good. We need more of it. So uh, I like to see these headlines and hope we'll see more of them. Hey, thanks so much, David, for uh, breaking it down. Appreciate it. It was my pleasure. Thank you very much. There you go. That's Dave Silverman. He's with the Rotman School of Management. So let's see. As he said, don't run out and sign up. Just see what the deals do now. And Bell will come up with one. And uh, maybe you can even negotiate. But that is good news. I'll take that.